0: Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I'm your host, Steve Washuda, co founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. Yes, I do that intro every time. I don't know why. I could obviously just clip it and insert it in, but I enjoy it. This is a Thursday episode, which means it's just me. This is the first time I've ever done this on video, but this is what my Thursday episodes look like it is just me talking, sort of, you know. off off the hip, off the cuff here about something that is trending in the fitness or health or medical industry is something that might help a personal trainer, let's say, in their business, maybe something that helps the general population just understand a little bit more about fitness and health and why people, let's say, stick to routines or the best exercises you should use. And I take a little bit more, I guess you would say, of a macro or global approach. Most podcasters are very niche. They only want to talk about one particular thing. That's not what I want to do. I don't care about podcast growth and building this uh, little tiny community, I wanna reach a lot of people. And for some of my podcasts, they're going to really help the general population. And for some of my podcasts, they're gonna help people who are more in the fitness and health and medical realms, and they work in those realms, and that's fine. Maybe you you open up my podcast window and some of them are directly related to you and you're like, this is great information. I'm in general population. Steve's telling me how to uh, get a stronger core. Steve's telling me how to adhere and stick to my diet. And maybe you're a personal trainer and you hear some interviews on the importances of understanding demographics when you're opening up a gym. But ultimately, I want to interview people that are intriguing to me and topics that are intriguing to me because it makes the conversations better when I have honest conversations with people when I can ask them questions about things that I'm intrigued about, which is typically one of three things, something that's going to help me and other people who are in the fitness and health realms in business and finance. Number two, emerging, let's call them technologies and advancements in medicine and health and fitness. And number three, just overall stories, tips, and tidbits on how to become a better version of you, a healthier version of you. So those are the things I'm interested in. So that's what I'm typically talking about. And on the Monday episodes, they are all interviews. It's me interviewing an expert in the fitness and health, a physician, a physical therapist, somebody who is a a running running coach, a Pilates specialist, maybe somebody who is a a tax specialist who ends up working with a lot of fitness and medical businesses who can give us some insights into how to make more money. So fitness, health, wisdom, wealth. We span all of those genres here in the Truly Fit Podcast. I Quick housekeeping here. My book, Fitness Business 101, What the Certifications Don't Teach You, right here. Can't really see it that well. There's too much light in this room. Yes, of course I'm using lights. Um, I am going to do the audio version of that book, and it's probably coming out next week at some point. And for the first month, so for an entire month, I'm going to list that audio book for $1. All I ask is that you, review that audiobook. It's going to be on Amazon. It will be $1. So you can just listen to me and listen to the whole book. And maybe hopefully if you're somebody who either wants to be a personal trainer or someone who is a personal trainer working in the, in the sort of health and fitness industry, you can learn a lot from listening to that audiobook just like you would a podcast. But today specifically, I want to talk about adherence to exercise, why it's so important to find movements and movement patterns that we like. I think too many of us, try to tell people to do what we've done and what works for us. And we don't really ask enough questions and listen to people and say, what works for you? What do you like to do? What did you do when you were younger? Was it playing tennis? Was it that you were a jogger? Was it that you were a basketball player? Was it that you just did lifting? What what was it that you liked? I had a great conversation with someone on my podcast, maybe about six months ago now, about how they were a collegiate athlete. And they actually found traditional, let's call it Olympic style weightlifting as a punishment because he had to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning as a fullback and for football and American football, let me be specific for our international listeners. And and he had to lift every morning in an Olympic style fashion. So he actually finds that almost punitive. And instead, he really enjoys more dynamic exercise at exercising outside rather than inside, not doing it early in the mornings, not just having to lift in one plane of motion, doing more creative things with different tools, not just lifting heavy weights. And that makes total sense, right? You have to get to know your client and get to know who you or who you are, be introspective about yourself. What do I enjoy? I, I you know, I, I relate everything to sports in some respects. Lately, I uh, was having a sort of a problem in golf where I just wasn't enjoying hitting balls as much. Part of the reason is because my clubs were very forgiving. They helped me score better, so to speak. But the feel wasn't great. I didn't enjoy the motion, the feel, the contact I made with the ball wasn't pure, as we call it in golf. So I upgraded clubs. I found clubs that were a little bit less forgiving, but they were much more pure. When I strike the ball... I love the feeling when I hit a good shot. It just it changes everything because I love the motion and I'm more confident and I'm more excited. That's the same thing in fitness, right? It does, like, even if you know that something is going to help you more than something else, maybe you're saying, well, you know, getting on the, the elliptical and burning 500 calories is going to get me into a caloric deficit faster than playing tennis is. Yeah, I get it. But then you're less likely to do it. You're less likely to stick to it because you don't enjoy it. So ultimately, we have to find ways in which we involve some enjoyment and exercise. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, it is good to punish yourself. It is good to have those hard workouts here and there. You need to do that. You need to push yourself in order to advance in life, right? I'm somebody who says you need to push yourself, but let's not pretend. that a lot of regular exercisers like myself pretend that this is difficult. You hear these Instagram influencers say, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and I go to the gym and I complete my workout. And I jump in an ice bath and then I come home and eat and they act like it's tough. Guess what? It's not tough. Not only is it not tough, they need it. It's cathartic. It makes their day. It makes them feel better. What they're not relaying to you is at some point it was difficult, but they got past that point. Now, it's not only not difficult for them it's enjoyable. They like it. It's a, it's a mental and physical stimulation that they need on a daily basis. And you will get there too. If you're somebody who's deconditioned or is not into health and fitness, it just takes a while. There's that, that catching point. We all have something in our lives like that. That's easy for us and difficult for someone else. And when it gets easy, you forget and you, you talk past people and you have to take a step back and say, I do. I do remember when this was tough. A great example I got in a podcast I just I had recently that's going to be out either this Monday or next Monday described it as a rocket. And when that rocket first gets off the ground, it takes so much energy, right? You see all of those turbo booster flames. I don't know. I'm not an a, a astrophysicist here. But bursting, right? And then that rocket takes so much energy. It's so slow and it's breaking through the ozone and it's going up. And eventually what happens? It's fine. It's in outer space and it's just floating doesn't really take a lot of energy, right? It passed, it passed that aha moment. So that's how it is in health and fitness, right? It takes a lot of energy and effort at first to get started, to get going. But once you get that momentum, you're just you're, you're floating by over the earth and you're seeing everything from, from above and it makes everything much easier. So I want to let everyone know that if you're in the general population and you're struggling, it gets easier I promise you, it does get easier. And if you're somebody who's in fitness and health and you're trying to work with people and you're like, oh, I have the answer. You need to do this 90-day kettlebell or this is, this is the particular program that's gonna get you to your strength. Ask yourself, do they enjoy it? Because they're not gonna stick to it if they don't enjoy it. Ask them first, what do they enjoy? What are the fitness and health-related mediums that they enjoy? And build a plan around your client. Stop having a particular plan that you use based off of only tools that you understand, and then trying to fit them to the clients. I relate this, again, a lot to sports. It's it's like a bad coach who says, I have only one style of offense I run, and I'm going to fit all of my players to that offense. Then you end up being Georgia Tech in Air Force, running the option, and winning five games every year, okay? That's what happens when you run one style of offense. It's proven not to work. There's there's literally no college uh, who who runs the option who's successful. Why? <laughs> because... You have one style. Everyone knows what it is. They're going to sniff you out, if they, especially if they have an extra week to prepare for you. They know what it is. The best offenses continue to innovate and change, and they find what's best for their players, and they put their players in the best situation to succeed. And that's how our clients succeed in the health and fitness realm. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for listening in, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform. And feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.